Hey everybody, it's Ethan. Wanted to give a shout out to our friends at Contenders Clothing. Contendersclothing.com slash ref slash the wrestling life. At Contenders, they feature a collection of amazingly designed men's boxer briefs inspired by our athletic heroes and champions. Their boxer briefs use ride control technology, which prevents the underwear from riding up on the leg. Their design and creative partners are John and Mike Anderson, who are the founders of Tank Farm Men's Apparel Line and retail stores in Seal Beach and Huntington Beach, California. At Contenders, they also have an initiative called Everyday Contenders, where they give back to those who are fighting for something. The most recent cause was a second chance, and they're in the process of delivering underwear, hats, and t-shirts to Blessed Mary O Friends, which is a sober recovery assistance program. At Contenders, they really love to give back as well as provide great underwear, hats, and t-shirts. So check them out, contendersclothing.com slash ref slash the wrestling life. Listen up, everybody. You wear underwear every single day of your life. Or, well, I guess I should say most of us do. So if you do, it's time to try something better. Me Undies has created the world's most comfortable underwear. It's a blend of fabric that's three times, three times, three times softer than cotton. Hey, when you feel awesome from the inside out, you're going to look awesome from the outside in. When you upgrade your undies game, everybody wins. Life just feels better in MeUndies. MeUndies is once again made from a fabric that's three times softer than cotton called Modal. It has tons of colors, tons of patterns, classic, bold, adventurous. Whatever you're looking for, MeUndies has your hookup. Holla, if you hear me. Oh, by the way, they're the only brand to have matching pairs for men and women. I wear just plain black boxer briefs right now. They make me feel cool. They make me feel confident. That's an important combination. Oh, and by the way, once again, all orders in the U.S. and Canada are going to ship for free. But hey, if you're not sure, you think, oh, I don't know, I don't want to just try it and lose my money, guess what? If you don't love your first pair, but I really think you will, me on these will pay you back, plus you can keep the pair for free. There will be no questions asked. I tried my first pair and it passed the test, and now I have a monthly subscription. But you could also score some additional savings by purchasing a pack, if you're not quite sure if you want to just kind of dip your toes in before you dive in. But here's the important part, guys. For a limited time, MeUndies.com is offering you 20% off your first order if you head to MeUndies.com slash The Wrestling Life. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash The Wrestling Life. If you don't love it, your first pair, it's free. You really don't have an excuse not to try our favorite brand of underwear. So make sure you go to MeUndies.com slash The Wrestling Life. That way they know we sent you. It's good for MeUndies. It's good for us. Most importantly, it's good for you. Everybody wins. So once again, that's MeUndies.com slash The Wrestling Life. You're listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at OBPApparel.com. Hey everybody, it's The Wrestling Life, it's episode 105 here in the final week of February of 2017. I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. Not a huge WWE news week, but we're on the road to WrestleMania. 
we're on the way to Fastlane. There's a new SmackDown Women's Champion. There's a disputed finish in the SmackDown Battle Royal. The Rock was at Raw, but not on Raw, and he called CM Punk in the middle of the ring. I don't know. There's enough to talk about here to do a show this week. And I guess let's start with the the Monday Night Raw thing. We've been doing this show about three years now, Liam, and CM Punk has not been active for three years. But I feel like we've talked about CM Punk on about 45 of our 105 shows now. Um, <laughs> what did you think of Dwayne doing Dwayne things and calling Punk in the middle of the ring in a dark segment uh, from Monday Night Raw? Is there anything to think about it other than The Rock cannot be controlled? Um, and do you feel uh, do you feel any certain way about it? Not really. Uh, I mean, I saw some people kind of saying that that's, you know, The Rock is kind of taking advantage of his status and, you know, calling a guy that Vince McMahon and kind of hates is kind of is kind of a dick move. I don't know. I think it was just he was trying to get the crowd jazz. He was trying to get people not to leave so they could film his movie. And so they did, you know, so he did something spur of the moment and, you know, punk didn't seem to mind. And, and obviously it was, it was a cool moment for everybody involved. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's a funny story. I mean, it, it made for a great headline. Um, but I didn't find it particularly scandalous or anything, or, or particularly. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure Vince McMahon uh, was not happy, as you can see from the cell phone video when the referee runs <laughs> runs down and tries to signal to the Rock to please stop. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's it just seemed like a fun thing, you know. And yeah, he can get away with that stuff because he's the Rock, and that's okay. Um, did you have any? feelings about it one way or the other no i really didn't uh other than it just made me think oh punk's going back one day for sure um the fact that he acknowledged it at all um he can justify going back for his fans or to connect to that fan base again um so i don't necessarily think it's as an active competitor or anything but whether it's like brett one day for the hall of fame uh he's going back someday that, that was my takeaway from that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and again, I'm trying to psychoanalyze the unpsychoanalyzable guy. Uh, but that, that was my big takeaway from that. And the other weird thing, and I'm sure this was both of their own decisions and not a WWE call, but Steve Austin and the rock were at raw and weren't on television. What the hell? I, you got me, man. Like, the Rock was out there before Raw. He was out there after Raw. They didn't bother putting him on, on screen. Uh, you know, Austin was there. Brock was there, and he was only backstage. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what, why, why they do that. I mean, there's a, there was a Raw a couple weeks ago where, Gold, where Brock was there, and he just, he didn't even make an appearance until after the cameras were off. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if if the idea is we're trying to, to get more people to come out so you'll see these cool exclusive things that you won't see anywhere else, I mean, that's one thing. But, yeah, I mean, Austin, as far as I know, Austin didn't appear before the crowd at all. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it was, it was, it's just strange. when I mean, when you look at what was on that show, it's not like we didn't have time for, you know, a five to ten minute 
you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out and drinks beer and stuns Titus O'Neil or something. You know, we you know we had time for something like that. Like I said, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was a if that was an if that was an Austin call. I wouldn't be shocked. I know he likes his appearances to mean something. Uh, he still thinks he should be promoted ahead of time. Uh, fancy that old school thinking. Um, so, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked if it were his call. But at the same time. Excuse me, can't you get on the phone with him uh, a month ago and say, hey, we're going to have Kevin Owens uh, have just turned heel, you know, kind of returned heel. Uh, we're taking his character in a more serious heel direction. Why don't you go out there and do a little uh, promo battle with Kevin Owens? Wouldn't that be great? I mean, I, th- I enjoyed what they did with Owens on Monday, but uh, that's, I don't know. Uh, what did you think of uh, the, the Kevin Owens promo to open Raw? I thought it was awesome. Um, it was different, the presentation of it, the, the spotlight, which, uh, I mean, that was, that was kind of heel Batista's gimmick in, uh, before he left in 2010, but, uh, nobody else has really used it since then. Um, so it was, I thought it was a fresh presentation, him just sitting there, uh, talking. I thought it was, it was different, uh, different in a good way. Uh, I thought he, I thought he was great. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was interesting. Obviously, they've got they've got a couple of weeks, and if they're going to put any sort of drama into this match, um, they've you know they basically said that Brock Lesnar will be involved with the match. They basically said that you know they're inferring that Samoa Joe now has Kevin Owens back based on the stuff with Sami Zayn later in the show. Um, so you're, you're setting up, you know, if you're trying to set up a little bit of drama or a little bit of doubt that Goldberg's not just going to win the title, uh, that's a way to do it. Um, so they're, I think they're doing their best. You could argue that maybe they should have been doing this for like two or three months to get him ready for Goldberg. Um, but you know, it's better late than never. And, uh, I thought, I thought he did, I thought Owens was, was pretty awesome. Braun Strowman against the Big Show main evented Raw. Uh, those of us with long memories will recall this is actually the second time that this match has main evented Raw, but I certainly thought that this was much better than the first. Um, what, were, what were your thoughts on uh, kind of the Roman Reigns stuff, Braun main eventing, any other any other takeaways from Monday Night Raw? Um, I mean, I thought it was fine. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't see this live. I actually fell asleep. But uh, I did watch the match back later, and uh, yeah, it was—it's a big—it's two big lumbering men. You know, Big Show is better and has been better than he has any right to be for a couple of decades now. But he's still a big giant man, and he's you know forty something years old now. And Braun is good for what he can do, but what he can do is still very limited. So, uh, you know, I thought they did the best. They did their best with what they had. They they teased that superplex spot, you know, the famous uh, broken ring spot that they did with uh, Big Show and Brock. So that's if they decide to go to a rematch at some point, they could potentially do that. I know they did that again with Show and Mark Henry a few years ago, but it's, you know, that's I think people would would accept it. I think it's been long enough. It's probably been five what, five years since that, so. They could yeah. uh, potentially bring that spot back one day, um, you know, sometime later this year. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was fine. I mean, they're setting up this, you know, Braun is the unbeatable monster and, and, and can Roman defy the odds and, and somehow find a way to win. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll see. 
Uh, Fastlane's shaping up like it looks like a pretty good show. Um, only other thought I had is that they very clearly were responding to that that ratings drop in the third hour last week, and they stacked that last hour. They had the women's stuff, uh, the very long, stupid Stephanie promo, the uh, the Bailey and uh, I mean the uh, Charlotte and Sasha match. Yeah, I thought. You know, I thought Roadblock end of the line would be the end of the line for Charlotte and Sasha, but I guess I was wrong. And uh, never fight forever. Uh, And uh, and then we had the the Owens and Zayn quote unquote match with the Smojo run in, and then you had the Brock promo with uh, with Michael Cole, and uh, then you had the the main event. So. They very clearly wanted to stack that third hour and make sure they didn't lose viewers this time. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was it was a fine show. I didn't think it was anything spectacular or must see, but uh, the Owen stuff was good enough. And uh, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a pretty solid outing overall. Bra- uh, Braun did a kip up in that match. He showed more athleticism than I've seen him show uh, to this point. I was impressed. Uh, I still think he's no good, but I was impressed. He is he is a little more athletic than I thought he was, I guess. What a uh, what a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're slightly I've never less seen him li- bad than I thought you were before. I remember seeing him live, I don't know, six months ago now? Seven months ago, something like that. He can move a little bit. He's pretty quick for a big guy. He's been this, been this athletic all along. You know what I need? I do need him to work on the spot where the smaller guy hits him and he throws his arms back and he sways back and forth. I need him to work on that because that, he's no good at that. And that's like a classic giant spot where you, know, you, you teeter and totter back and forth. And you wave your arms and try to keep your balance. That's, you know, that's, that's, a pretty, that's a staple of being a giant in wrestling. So I yeah. need him to work on that. And also Smackdown maybe that, Live. that spot with Andre the Giant where he gets his arms tied in the ropes. I like that. Uh, I don't need to see that. Uh, Smackdown Live. Naomi had to relinquish her Smackdown Women's Championship. That's kind of sad. But I'm a big fan of Alexa's heel work right now, and she uh, re- regained that championship. Um, I know that I don't know. I don't have a clear vision of what the Smackdown Women's match at Mania will be. Uh, and I don't know how long Naomi's out either. It must be a while if they're uh, they they're taking the title off of her before Mania in her hometown. Uh, any thoughts on the SmackDown Women's picture right now? Uh, yeah, it seemed kind of strange. Uh, I don't I don't really remember. I understand she had a. I mean, she had the the brace on last week, but I don't think maybe they weren't aware of how serious it was. Um, but. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, the, the obvious thing is probably like a triple threat with Becky and uh, Alexa and Nikki James. Um, you know, I, I mean, I would suggest just throwing all, you could do the big multi-woman match and probably throw Natalia and them, Natalia and Carmella and whoever else in there too. But since I, you know, it appears the Raw women will also be having a, a multi-woman match, uh, it would seem kind of strange to just have two matches like that so you know yeah i my, i don't know my my thought would be that somehow it'll be it'll probably be becky lynch and alexa bliss you know mixed with somebody else maybe but 
Yeah, I don't know. I, to me, it also would have made more sense to put the title back on Becky because you had, you had Natalia get the win uh, over Nikki later in the show. Uh, so you could go to, you know, Becky and Natalia or something like that, down, you know, something a little fresher. But as you mentioned, Alexa is, you know, as far as her character and her promo work goes, she's, she's pretty much, uh, she's the best they got on that show right now. So, yeah, uh, I guess my, my thought is probably some combination of Mickey James, Becky Lynch, and uh, Alexa Bliss is, is probably the, the mania direction. Speaking of Mania Direction, it sure looks like we're getting both AJ Styles against Shane McMahon and John Cena and Nikki Bella against The Miz and Maurice, as we've been uh, talking about for over a month now. Uh, neither match uh, holds a lot holds a whole lot of intrigue for me. Uh, I guess I'll put it that way. I don't I don't necessarily want to see either of those matches, although I think AJ Styles is incapable of having uh, a bad match particularly on pay-per-view. And uh, Cena and The Miz, I'm sure, will make that thing work. That's not to knock the women involved, but I think it's the men's promos in that feud that are, that are going to carry it to Mania. Any thoughts on uh, the, rest of the, the rest of the SmackDown card that isn't the world title match? Um, yeah, I'm trying to look at the, uh, the Cena-Miz stuff. I'm trying to look at it more as a promotion for The Miz. Um, he has had a really great year. Um, you know, the brand split, you know, outside of AJ Styles, I don't know if there's been anybody that benefited from the, the brand split more than the Miz did. And, uh, so getting the spot against the, you know, uh, still the biggest star in the company, um, full time, you know, at least closest thing to a full time top star anyway. Um, and John Cena, that's, that's a good role for him. And uh, depending, you know, if Cena's gone after after uh, Mania, you can you can have the Miz maybe get the win there and and go forward. You know, with him bragging for a while, and then whenever Cena's ready to come back, you kind of have you could pick that feud up right where they left off and go to SummerSlam or whatever they've got. So uh, yeah, I'm I, I think it'll be fine. I think you know Miz is kind of Miz is kind of on another level right now. So I, I think. I think he'll make it. I think he and, and Cena will make it work, and I'm sure that I'm sure the women will pull their own weight. Um, Corbin yeah, and uh, Cor- sorry, Corbin and Ambrose, Ambrose doing anything for you? No, like I mean, I don't. I don't I'm, I'm not actively against it. It's a that's a fine. I mean, to me, that screams you know pre-show opener. But uh, you know, it's I'm sure it'll be fine. They they love Baron Corbin. Um, Dude, dude just needs to shave his head, man. Like, I'm just, he's so bald. That's all I can ever look at when he's out there. He's just so, so bald. He just needs to shave his head. Like, that's, that's all. That's all. That's all. I mean, maybe you could say that about both, both him and Dean. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, I'm sure, I'm sure that, I'm sure it'll be fine. Dean, Dean has one of the more creative comb-overs I've ever seen. I'll give him that. It's one of the best and most creative. <laughs> Sure. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> but as far I mean, as far as few goes, it's it's simple. It's simple. It's the scrappy underdog against the big mean bully. That's that's easy. Um, that's an easy story to tell. And I'm sure I'm sure that you know they're both uh, have cut good promos in the past, and so I'm I'm sure they could you know if I I suspect that they will be able to make people care about it. Uh, I think they're they're both talented enough to do that. 
SmackDown, they screwed up the end of the Battle Royal. Uh, uh, AJ Styles and Luke Harper were supposed to hit the floor at the same time. AJ Styles clearly hit first. AJ Styles, they everyone sold it as though they hit the floor at the same time. AJ Styles is supposed to wrestle Luke Harper next week on SmackDown for the right to join the world title match at Mania. My only question now is, is it going to be a three-way at Mania with Wyatt Orton and Luke Harper? Or do they somehow storyline their way into still uh, Bray and Randy? Um, I mean, to me, the idea, and I think we talked about this a little bit last week, because they had Harper attack Bray right before before his title match, uh, that made me think he's got to factor in in some sort of major way to that storyline. Um, now, you've got a lot of TV between now and and Mania, so you could potentially do a Luke Harper versus Bray Wyatt match on 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 a SmackDown for the title, and then have Bray win, and then you go on and do him and Randy. But uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of all for the idea of of Harper being added to that match, just because I mean, talk about stuff not lighting your world on fire. Um, you know, Orton Orton and Bray's kind of at the top of that list, so I think I think adding adding that element and adding a new guy into the mix. We kind of talked about that with the Elimination Chamber show with just kind of having Harper in that in that spot with Orton, even if the match wasn't necessarily spectacular. It was just so, you know, it felt like such a breath of fresh air to just have a new guy in that, you know, wrestling a top star. So I'm, I'm kind of all for Harper being added to the match. Um, whether they will or not remains to be seen. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think the booking of next week's show should be uh, should should probably start to inform us of where they're going. Finn Balor made an appearance at the NXT tapings this week, and I believe he's being advertised for some live events come March. Any idea where he fits into this uh, WrestleMania card? Um, I mean, at this point. He's my last hope for for AJ Styles to wrestle somebody besides Shane McMahon. Um, I don't know how he'd get there. He'd promote some sort of interbrand match or something, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Outside of that, you probably should. You're probably better off just having him wait and come back on the night after WrestleMania. And have that be your big hook. He, you know, ends the show doing a face off with you know whoever's champion at that point. Of course, if that's Goldberg or Brock, that'd be kind of weird. But um, or he has a face-off with Reigns, or maybe you know if Rollins is back by then, you could, uh, you know, you could you could do something. I mean, you could, uh, you know, Raw def- def- definitely could use a, a fresh top baby face, and uh, so you could you can just throw him right back in the mix. As far as Mania, I mean, I guess you could have him come out as a surprise and like win the Battle Royal or something, but that kind of seems like. You, if you're going to treat him like a big star, he shouldn't be in the battle royal. So, um, yeah. So my 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 prediction, unless you're going to have him wrestle AJ Styles or someone else of equal stature, I would just hold him off and have him be, you know, maybe even advertise him. Like I think they did that for Edge one year. Uh, just just advertise, you know, a month out, the day after WrestleMania, Finn Balor returns and he's coming to win the title that he never lost, and then you just build to that for four weeks. That would be great. Uh, so I, I think that would be my recommendation. Uh, whether or not they take it, we'll, uh, we'll have to see. I, I'm not sure whether or not anyone from WWE listens to this show. But uh, 
I, but if, I tend to doubt it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Mike Semper Vivi found it. Um, <laughs> oh. So thank you to our friends at MeUndies and Contenders. And if that on it link still works, uh, go ahead and give that a click. And thank you, uh, listener, for listening. That's all I have this week, William. Do you have anything else? I think that's, uh, I think that's about it. Other than uh, NXT spoilers, The Drifter might be coming soon to a main roster near you. And I know I'm excited about that. Ugh. So, uh, until next time, I'm Ethan. And I'm Liam. And we'll be back very soon. We'll be back very soon with more stories from the wrestling life. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at obpapparel.com. For other podcasts like this, head to obpapparel.com. The Wrestling Life is brought to you by OBP Apparel. For Baltimore's best local sports gear, head to obpapparel.com. Whether it's baseball or football season, we've got you covered with Baltimore's best local sports gear. That's obpapparel.com. Thanks for listening to The Wrestling Life, a part of the Elite Podcast Network at obpapparel.com. Be sure to go and subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for The Wrestling Life on the iTunes store. Make sure you leave a review and tell us how we're doing. Also, be sure to follow the guys on Twitter at TWL underscore podcast for live tweets during wrestling events and other hilarity throughout the week. That's at TWL underscore podcast. Now back to the guys. I haven't looked at Twitter in like three hours. Did I miss anything? Uh, not that I've seen. Uh, most interesting. The Drifter's going to the main roster, it looks like. What? He lost a loser leaves NXT match at the tapings tonight. <laughs> so either that or he's fired, but... Huh. All right. Uh, hmm. through. Uh, Mick Foley got offended because Daniel Bryan told him to suck it on Talking Smack last night. Did he actually get offended? Oh my word! Yeah. Sorry, did he? Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be an issue tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking so. Is he actually offended or storyline offended? I I don't I I don't know. He's he's upset that uh, I think that the smack the finish to SmackDown where they basically went off the air with no conclusion. Basically, he's saying if if they did that on Raw, that people would uh, people would be complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe they are. I don't know. And then yes, uh, Daniel Bryan made a point of saying that you know, like women made up like ninety minutes worth of SmackDown this week, and you're never going to see that on Raw. So I think I think Ms. Mick might be a little sensitive this week. <laughs>
Also, because I just assume he's going to be fired within like a week or two. Right. Uh, okay. This is one of those. Hang on. Let me try to. I'm going to try to open up Audacity at the same time and try to record my audio separately as well. Okay. <laughs> um, which may lead to nothing, or it may lead to if it's things are very choppy on my end. Um, you're usually heard perfectly on the recording. So maybe that'll be fine. But let me just try this. Okay. In the meantime, let's pad. Okay. Well, I got we have a new dog. It's Bailey. It's Bailey. Mom mom was like mom was like, I just, she wanted she was thinking Stella originally and then she was like, Well, I don't really like that name. Do you have any suggestions? I was like How about Bailey? I don't know. It just, it just felt right. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, "Yeah, I guess that's okay." And then when we got the dog, her name was like Melinda or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. So we weren't, awesome. we weren't going to keep that. We weren't going to keep that. So now she's Bailey. Melinda. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, how old is she? She just turned two. Uh, that's one of those things, like, I mean, she was a stray, so I don't think they have any, like, actual info on her. But from their best mm-hmm. guess, they said she she looked like she had, like, just turned two. So um, okay. she had um, a prolapse of uh, oh. her area. Oh, boy. So uh-huh. she's uh, possibly from having puppies. They couldn't really tell. But... Um, so she still has some sutures in that she's getting taken out in a couple of days. So she hasn't gotten to meet CM Pug yet, but uh, <laughs> but she's uh, she's adjusted pretty well. Uh, she just straight up hated Mark the first couple of days. Uh-oh. Um, she like she ran from him. She was growling at him like it was it was a little awkward. But uh, we they got we've gotten a little bit better. He's given her treats and she'll at least she'll sit next to him and let him pet her now. So, Oh, that's um, good. Yeah. She's taking a real shine to, to me and mom though. There's definitely something like, I don't, I don't like to try and psychoanalyze dogs. Mm-hmm. Like everyone that has a rescue dog likes to do, but um, like she definitely like, she cowers a little bit around, like even around me and she likes me a lot. So I think mm-hmm. her previous owners were not nice to her. So I see. I mean, which, you know, that's probably not a, a rarity in when it comes to shelter dogs, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but she's, she's a sweetheart. She's, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. We're, we're waiting. Uh, they, they suggested like two weeks before you, uh, before you like introduce her to the other dogs or like let her up and like sleep in your room and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know that that's really realistic, but um, mm. so so right now we're kind of like taking turns. Mom and I are taking turns, like sleeping on the couch, so she can get kind of more familiar with this floor. That's and, awesome. Uh, yes. Yeah, so so she's next to me snoring. So I hope that gets picked up on the audio. That that is awesome. Yeah, it's it's not uh, a bad gig. It's not a bad gig. <laughs> All right, now let's talk about BS wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter, but it's not the best this week. All right, hopefully 
one way or another, my audio was was good. So. I heard. I mean, I didn't hear you cut out, but then again, I almost never do, and then sometimes it still sounds choppy. So I don't. I don't know what happens okay. between. But I mean, you sounded clear as you know. You know, you sounded clear to me. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, and all that stuff. That you know, it's all good. Amen. I try to keep on keeping on.